Welcome to Mercola Healthy Pets Integrative Veterinary Medicine Awareness Week. I'm Dr. Karen Becker, and as a part of our 10-year anniversary celebration, I'll be interviewing some pretty amazing colleagues who practice integrative and functional medicine. Starting this week, you can also nominate your vet or a local rescue or an inspiring individual in your community to be the recipient of our new Healthy Pets Game Changer Award. I hope that you'll tune in every day this week to be inspired and educated by passionate healers from around the world. And don't forget to nominate that special someone that you know that has gone above and beyond to help animals. Again, thank you so much for your support. Hi, I'm Dr. Karen Becker, and joining me today to help me celebrate Integrative Veterinary Medicine Awareness Week is Dr. Neil Civila. Dr. Neil, thank you so much for joining me. Oh, you're very welcome. You know, talk to me a little bit about your evolution into integrative medicine. Undoubtedly, when you graduated from veterinary school, you probably didn't have any integrative modalities that you had learned about yet. Maybe you had, but most of us didn't. So talk to me a little bit about how you were introduced to integrative medicine. You bet. No, you're correct that um, we didn't have any experience with that sort of thing in school. Um, I started having, like a lot of veterinarians that get introduced to integrative medicine, I had some personal health problems. I had some uh, back pain from a previous surgery and some knee pain from running. And, and while I was an intern at the University of Minnesota, our health insurance covered acupuncture. And that was a long time ago. But uh, I got introduced to a wonderful physician who was trained in acupuncture. And he started treating me and, and loaned me some textbooks. And it just took off from there. Yeah, interesting. I think along with that has to come a spirit of curiosity or at least a little bit of, because I was, I grew up in Iowa where I had never even heard of acupuncture until, you know, my teens. And then I thought it was very interesting, but I think the, the difference between wanting to pursue something and instantly judging it as being wonky or weird is just that spirit of curiosity. So after you learned about acupuncture, you, you probably got certified, I'm assuming. And then you, did you start incorporating acupuncture into practice right away? It took a while uh, to get certified. I, I was uh, doing my internship and my residency and, and there was a, fortunately for me, there was a senior veterinary student at the time whose father was a pretty well-known veterinary acupuncturist in Minnesota at the time. And so they gave me a little guidance and I did a lot of reading. There wasn't a lot. There was just starting to come out uh, a few published articles in the literature. And so I, I kind of did a lot of reading on my own and, and fooled around. I was able to experiment a little bit on uh, donation patients that we had in the clinic, uh, horses with founder and chronic respiratory issues. And so it took uh, some time for me to get through my residency and out into practice before I eventually started um, with, actually I started with the chiropractic certification course first and then did acupuncture right after. And Neil, what was the barometer of your colleagues watching you? Because of course you came out of school quite conventionally trained like we all were. Your colleagues that you worked with, were they interested? Were they skeptical? What, what, was their, what were your peers' responses to your additional training that you were receiving? Actually, I was quite fortunate in that um, the, the faculty at, at Minnesota, the vet school at the time, was really supportive, and, and I didn't have any discouragement, and a couple of faculty members were actually interested, and so, you know, we'd do our resident presentations, and I'd always, if I had a chance, I could talk about acupuncture or um, integrative medicine, and, and that was pretty well received. Wow, that's, that's fantastic. With the dozen or so other colleagues, other practitioners that I've interviewed, it's been kind of a mixed response. Some people have had a lot of colleagues that have been quite critical and 
several people have kind of sailed through in their careers with with full support, which has just been fantastic to hear. I think that there's definitely been a shift in people's acceptance of recognizing that we didn't learn everything that we possibly needed to know in those eight or in your situation, maybe 10 or 12 years. So that's, that's refreshing to hear. So first came chiropractic and then acupuncture and you started instituting both of those right away. You, you are, did you graduate and go into mixed animal practice? You see dogs and cats and horses or how does, how did, what type of practice did you enter into? Well, I finished my residency and went out into private practice in Minnesota and equine practice and practiced there a few years. Um, and that was before I became certified and I just didn't have time to get certified at the time. And then I moved home back to Ohio here um, a few years later and started my own practice, uh, a large animal practice, a mobile practice, and started doing chiropractic and acupuncture with my patients. And then um, there was a, a well-timed article in Dog Fancy Magazine about uh, dog chiropractic and clients started calling wondering if I could work on their dogs and so um, started eventually adding in a little bit of um, small animal integrated medicine into my practice and then eventually after a couple of years was able to fortunately enough for me uh, change my practice to entirely integrated medicine. Wow and so what are the types of patients Neil that you see now um, talk to me a little bit like what like what does your day look like as an integrative practitioner you bet I've transitioned uh, just for time um, away from large animals right now and for the last oh ten years or so and so I have a small um, brick-and-mortar clinic and we do integrated medicine for small animals only most of our patients are geriatric uh, and we love that uh, we love encouraging the human animal bond and and being involved in a lot of important decisions for our clients and helping them um, with their older patients so our practice uh, I'm the only I'm a solo doctor we have uh, five technical staff. We use an underwater treadmill. Uh, most of our practice is acupuncture, chiropractic, um, herbal medicine. Uh, we have a Reiki practitioner that comes in. We do a lot of massage on our patients as well. And would you say that um, you have people coming both bringing healthy seniors, being proactive and wanting to keep their seniors in geriatric healthy, or would you say the bulk of your practices? Um, animals that are broken that they're trying to patch up and and fix certainly my practice started like everybody else's I think that does integrated medicine where you get that patient who's been through um, a number of veterinarians and you're their last hope um, I've been fortunate enough to be doing this long enough now that we've got clients who I've I've known for 15 years and and they see the benefits of what we do and so we're seeing them earlier and earlier in the process and so they maybe they'll bring their uh, their new pet in for a wellness exam and we're involved kind of every step of the way so probably uh, at this stage we're probably more still leaning toward um, patients that are in the later stages of their disease, but we do have uh, an increasing frequency of healthier, older patients that are coming in for maintenance work as well. Yeah. And that to me, that's the same as my practice and my career. And, and, and I would say that what's so inspiring to me about this shift is that because people are recognizing the benefits of integrative medicine and because I think the millennials and younger people are recognizing, hey, there's a place for this, we're seeing patients sooner so we're capable of doing more because we're getting them before they're broken completely, which is wonderful. There's a whole lot more we can do in, it in terms of extending not just longevity but health span if we can see them earlier. So that's fantastic that we're seeing this as a trend across the country. Do you have 
conventional veterinarians, uh, you have a good re working relationships with conventional veterinarians in your area and where you're sharing information and you're able to support each other? Yes, I, we're fortunate that again, I've got long, some longevity in the area. Still, the, the vast majority of our clients find us through word of mouth with other clients. But um, because we've been, um, do, I've been doing this since 2001, um, I've got relationships with, the, with local veterinarians and, and always been, try to be really good about giving them feedback and, and uh, just uh, doing the part, our, being our part of the, the pet's healthcare team, the integrated medicine part, uh, sending them back to their regular veterinarian, their primary care veterinarian for um, the things that we don't do. And, and yeah, I've been really fortunate to have some uh, local veterinarians that are really supportive. Yeah. What, what, is, your, what is your favorite aspect of being an integrative veterinarian, what do you enjoy or appreciate most about the type of medicine that you practice? I think it's the, it's not the big things. It's not the, uh, although they're gratifying, you know, the dog that comes in that's paralyzed that, that uh, we can help walk again. Uh, for me, it's that, uh, that couple that's got the pet that can't get upstairs to sleep with the owners anymore. And so for years, maybe uh, one parent has been sleeping downstairs with the dog because it can't get upstairs. And if we can make that little change to, to improve everyone's life, that's just a, it's just a huge thing. Yeah, that's great. Neil, if you could give one word of advice or tip or words of wisdom to pet parents or to veterinarians out there, what would you impart to them? What would you share with them? Consider what we have to offer sooner and, and think of us as an important part of, um, of your pet's healthcare team. I mean, in 2020, that's, that's the way that human medicine works. And that's the way that we should work is that, um, you know, my role is as the integrative part of that pet's uh, care uh, should combine really nicely with the primary care veterinarian or maybe one or two, or, you know, our patients are probably a lot like yours where they're, they're maybe seeing two to three specialists in addition to their primary care veterinarian. And we can be an important part of the team earlier in the process and, and have our most important, our biggest impact then. Yeah. Yeah. I couldn't agree with you more. That space for proactive medicine is something that integrative veterinarians tend to focus on more so. And I think that piece of proactivity can carry many patients farther longer if we can incorporate it sooner. So wise words. Dr. Neil, thank you so much for joining me today. Thank you for participating in our Integrative Veterinary Medicine Awareness Week. I appreciate everything you're doing in Ohio. Thanks so much. It was my pleasure.